Yes! Here we go! <laughs> Episode 9, Scrams Jams, a Screamo podcast, and this is going to be an absolute belter. Because do you know what? We're on our holidays. Woo. Yeah. Proper woo. <laughs> so, um, joined as always with Mark Finney. How you doing, my man? Tremendous. I'm on my holidays. We're doing a Screamo podcast, and this is going to be an awesome episode. And Davy boy, what's happening, my man? Just soaking it in the rays, swimming Whitby. It's absolutely bouncing. Uh, I can't, I can't tell you how excited I am. You don't excited. sound excited. No, I don't. I'm just, it's too much. It's overwhelming. <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> so we've just driven four hours um, down to Whitby, which is a seaside town in the northeast of England. Um, a place that's um, close to all our hearts. We've spent a long time here since we were teenagers. Um, well, thanks to Dave's family, really, Dave. Big captain, the captain's house, my granda, his, uh, his wee cottage. Many things have happened. You got engaged here? I got engaged here. Um, just, we've spent umpteen, umpteen trips down here. You stayed here on, we were on tour with Mesa Verde. We did. And also when we're on tour with Old Guard as well. So oh, that's right. It's been part of the music. I should probably music. add. You also I also got, got engaged. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dead man for three minutes out in this. Oh, you got engaged there? Oh, I went oh, That's right, I got engaged there as well. <clears throat> uh, I, I didn't forget that. I was saving it for the next round of chat. Uh, we're going to have a special dedicated section to that. <laughs> um, so just to, to, to paint a picture for... Um, for MD who's who's listening, we are in a cottage in Whitby. Um, we're looking out a window at Whitby Abbey. Um, the sun is shining. This wee cottage is unbelievable. Dave, going to just uh, let's know both people, but can we tell people about the the, the beam? Oh uh, yeah, so there's a beam that runs through like the, there's a wee yard uh, that we're that we're staying in, and there's like about four or five. Uh, kind of wee cottages like three story cottages they're all really narrow but there's a ship's mast that runs through like three or four of them and it's the it's basically like the s- support beam that runs through the centre of the living room so we're all sitting looking up at this like big wooden sort of beam ship's mast aye <laughs> ship's mast it's right, in the, right, right across the top of the living room and then we aye, it's awesome just a, a place we've a place we've we just love Dave's grand, Dave's grander did paint it black, so maybe Dave's grander was was a bit of a mosher. I am. Uh, oh my God, I, you know, I can't even joke about that in case what something bad thing happens. There's there's something that Captain William Nelson was not. He was the furthest from a mosher you could possibly imagine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we're buzzing to be here. Aye. So. Although um, we should, Whitby, let's talk about Whitby Goths for a bit, man. The Whitby Goths That's why festival. we're here. Maybe that's why we're drawn to it. Anybody who doesn't know Whitby too well, they have like two. They had. I have a Goth week in October. Um, this is just pure coincidence that we are massive Goths. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and there was also a Goth week in Whitby. Honestly, pure coincidence. But there's one. In, there's a Goth week in October that got so popular that they just decided to just add a second Goth week in April. So there's a no, there's two goth weeks, and and what why is why is Whitby so popular with goths? Oh, David? that's right, because uh, it's Dracula was written here, and the Abbey's like where Dracula's set. Oh, I don't know if it's the way it's set, but it was Bram Stoker wrote Dracula here. 
There we go. So there we go. This place is moshed to its tits. Screamo <laughs> vampires, man. Should get Paige Nettie in here. We should. They'd fucking love get it. Him, get him down for a <clears throat> pint at the, at the Jollies. In love. And with a... We are not allowed music or yeah. swearing or phones. No. So I, so, or speaking or communicating. It's the best pub in the Aye, world. Aye, that's actually... You just have to sit there <laughs> and drink a pint. It's awesome. So we're trying something a bit new. Um, it, it might work. It might not work. Um, so this is um, episode nine, but this is the first, the inaugural... Volume Scram. one. Volume one Volume of the, one. the Scrams, Jams, Mixtape episode, Finny. Do you want to describe a wee bit about what we're doing? Right, so we've all, we've picked uh, in total nine songs. We've all picked three each, various Scrams artists that we all love. Um, we're just going to talk about a wee bit about each song. And then we've also got some questions from our listeners that people have sent in. Um, and we're just going to try and answer a few of them and just have a have a wee chuckle while we're doing it I, the, I mean the whole thing like when we were we used to come down to Whitby when we were like uh, in our late teens our teenagers and we would come down and go to Leeds Festival and we'd go to Whitby first and any time we would come down here it was like right we'll make a mixtape everybody gets to make their own mixtape four hour journey there was usually four of us going down so we'd get like an hour basically like an hour CDR and that would be everybody made their own one and they jammed it for the four hour journey um, so it's like What's the ideal thing you would do on a road trip is make a mixtape. So this is it. The first Screamo road trip equals the first Scrams, Jams mixtape. Aye. So, um, aye, so we've got nine nine artists, nine songs. We're actually going to play each song in its entirety for you. Um, we should say we've not actually asked permission from any of the bands to do that. So, no. so if md has got a problem with it, please... Uh, Please don't tell on don't, us. Please, please reconsider. Please. If you've honestly got a problem with it, like, please ask yourself: Is this worth getting upset about? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and also, I guess to remember, we're probably only going to say nice, nice things about your band and your song. We're not and going to, we're not going to put a song on a playlist and reverse it. <laughs> Plus, also, what I would also say is that, like, just a, a, a second to that is, if you do have a problem and you do complain about it. Then what we might do in future is rip the ass at you <laughs> and it <laughs> uh, because what are you doing that for? We are quite bitter people. Ah, of course. Gen- we are quite like in, like generally probably quite bitter. I don't think we come across as bitter on this. No, if somebody slights us, though, that's it. Aye, done. done One strike and you're out. Aye, Aye. Any, anybody slights us in the, in the, even a wee bit and that's you're done. Sorry. No ne- coming back for that. No. No, no. 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 Okay. We're Scots, it's more like hangy, groundskeeper Willie. That's the only Scottish stereotype <laughs> that is actually legit. You've made an enemy for life. <laughs> That's it. Um, right, funny. So um, let's talk about. So there's been two um, two episodes that we wanted. There's been some feedback that we want to get across. So that was Aye. the Dithro one and the the Kadish one. So I think we've got some some comments, don't we? Aye, we, had, we do, we have some from our listeners, but then we also, we also had a, a message, well, we start with the Dytro one, right, so actually Julienne, the guitarist from Dytro, actually messages, uh, and he'd listened to the episode, which was fucking amazing, um, and he said he was thrilled to listen to our deep analysis, 
he said that we nailed the the, the Yaga and the Envy influences, and he actually learned from us that they've got the the same song title as the Envy song, and he swears that he didn't oh, mean aye. it. I heard that. Heard that. Heard mate, it aye. before me. Aye. Uh, well, see, he also confirmed we were worrying what ki- we were wondering what kind of guitars they used. Telecaster has been confirmed. Lovely job, Julian. Uh, and Do you know why? I, I guess Telecaster just because I'm such an amazing guitarist that I could just pick that? out the pick he's, out the tone. Uh, and so I'm glad uh, I'm glad they've confirmed that. He's so technically assertive. <laughs> Knows how to tune his guitar, not that. <laughs> Does he? That's stupid. Does he? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so also, Tam, if you remember on the song, uh, Noah's songs to see. Aye. Noah's songs to see. How would you say it? No, I shouldn't have picked up the shouldn't have picked up the pronunciation, but it's so funny. Nose Nose songs. Song number what three on the album was it? I don't know. Oh, the, I the, the big one. The one that's like nine aye, minutes. Aye, aye. Um and he plays the same chord for like like a, a minute time. or something like that, and you were saying I want to be in Dice cause I want to play one chord. <laughs> well he actually messages and told us what chord it is and the tuning as well. You know, tab it, he tabbed it. He basically tabbed it, aye. So if anybody's wanting to know how to play this song, first of all, the tuning is half a step down, then tune your D string to the top, the same as the top string and the bottom string. Uh, and then that's how you get the dietro tuning. There we go. Here which we is... Go. That's a trade secret. I that's... don't think he expected us to put that out. <laughs> I mean, there's going to be all these dietro rip-offs coming up now. Aye. Like, <clears throat> Mac sauce, you've just revealed the secret ingredient, man. That is awesome that you get in touch with so That's amazing. Um, and I also asked him if he remembered playing the gig with us in Edinburgh. And he said he did and he remembered the, there was a human pyramid in Edinburgh. <laughs> and I was like, that we were definitely involved in that. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, man. He also said it was one of the best gigs on the UK tour as well. I said, no, I said it was the best gig. Because of the pyramids, man. Probably Sorry, because be... of the pyramid, aye. <clears throat> was that a subway? Do... Was that the one uh, was it Think. Aye. Uh, I, 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 I'm not sure if I believe him. I think I think if the Nah, I think he's just said that to kinda of butter you up funny. Just in well, case I've, you I've ate it right up. <laughs> <laughs> and I fucking believe them. Uh, do you know what man? I'm, I'm eating it up or not. I'm eating that up like a yummy French gato. Like he was nascent earlier on with the with the fart seat oh, temperature. Sh- I am done with this negativity today. I'm in. Funny, I'm all in. I'm all in. Right, okay, we'll move, we'll move on to some of the other comments we had from some of our listeners. So, uh, on the Dietro episode, uh, Sadness is Rebellion says nine and a half slices in one sitting. That's a lot of gato on your grill. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We only shared that slice because it was one slice. So, in order for that Welsh Nathan's re- like, review to stand and exist properly... Someone's got to eat his extra slice. You know what? Was it the dietro one? Aye. So I'll eat his extra slice. I'll eat the half that you left. Because I, I felt like... This that, was nine out of, that was 9 out of 10. I thought it was 9 and a half. Did I say 9 and a half? Aye. Aye. I might say 9 out of 10. I thought he said a half slice. He definitely did I say think he said a half slice. So I'll, take his, I'll eat his other half slice. Fair enough. Uh, okay. Next we've got... Do you remember when you were saying... What kind of creature would be Aye. a Scram's sea creature? Aye. <laughs> uh, so that 
so Damo says he would choose a dolphin as his scram's sea dwelling creature for those high scram's notes like Jerome's dream. Quite, they're quite intelligent dolphins as well, aren't they? So, so they probably would like a bit of scrams. Nah, I'd probably like a bit of scrams if I've got any fucking sense. <laughs> uh, we also had another note for another uh, comment from Kadish. Tam, what did they say? Um, hi. So, this was this was a wee bit unfortunate that we had we, we had the Kadish episode right after Dietro because we actually knew that Kadish were big big Dietro fans. So. Uh, they weren't they weren't pleased in the the overall score that that Dietro album got. So aye, so aye. Kadish uh, mentioned that Dietro was robbed. Was robbed. <clears throat> and that and you know what that that's absolutely fair enough. But you know what they're entitled to their opinion, and I am entitled to my opinion, and nobody can take that from me. Okay. Why are you sounding like a pure geek today? <laughs> What's happened to you? I'm just. Uh, Dave's uh, having a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's been really precious about my opinion, okay? <clears throat> um, yeah, Sadness is Rebellion thought Dave's um, Dave's fucking hero was the, the right one. Well, so was correct, obviously. Yeah. Do you know who that is, by the way? Nah. It's Charlie that you went to uh, Majority Role with. Ah, Charlie, aye. Uh, oh, is it? Ah, uh, Charlie, boy. Uh, Charlie, what's happening, Charlie? What's happening, Charlie? Is she still, he's still in Berlin? Absolutely loving his best life. I think so, eh? Uh, so a couple more we've got 97 Love Suicides say Shaq Second is my absolute favourite which is obviously my absolute favourite as well so absolutely correct um, and then Damage who uh, Damage played guitar in a bunch of really really good bands he played uh, Santo and Forgotten Shipbuilders um, he sent us a meme of Bilbo Baggins saying <laughs> like when you discover a song and it's a banger um, it's a, like a meme of like Bilbo talking uh, from Lord of the Rings and saying, after all, why shouldn't I listen to it again? <laughs> uh, in a Bilbo Baggins voice. So I've, I've butchered that. Right, probably. But good, good meme. Good meme. Cheers for that meme. Cheers, mate. Uh, what else do we have? Um, we also had, uh, well, we spoke before about Welsh Nathan. It's like our... Seems to be our number one fan on this podcast. We're his number one fan as well. So he's been just sending us videos now of his of his Yomigato and his fucking heroes. How cool is that, man? And we're loving it. We got a private email set up. He's might have sent him any more videos. Isn't that what I mean, um, any other videos to send us. So I think his his fucking hero for Dietro was No Psalms to See, and it was eight and a half slices. Again, like a rogue, so, he's, he's, there's an assumption there, Nathan, I'm a big fan of yours, right, right, but there's an assumption here, you can't just leave a half slice on the table, you've got to, like that half slice. I find slice. the listeners can give half slices, but we can't. No. You've done it last, we, no, but uh, we, we, we shared a slice. He's a snide man, he's no, just. No, we never left a slice on the table, we agreed, I'll have half of that other slice, so let, let, let's, well we'll leave it up to you, let's. Anybody listening to this who's got an opinion on the half slices, we are man of the opinion that you can only half a slice if you're sharing. Right, we're definitely veering off like sort of topics that are going to be interesting to people now. <laughs> Nobody cares. Gato's all right. cares. He also gave his his Messi Verde fucking heroes. <clears throat> oh, did he? Oh, yeah. He did die. Um, he liked. Well, he picked. I think he picked three from like the discography. So, no more bad future in '64 and any excuse for a waste. That's mm-hmm. fair news. Thank you very much, Will. Thanks. Well, aye, that's amazing, isn't it? That's, I appreciate it. Totally appreciate that. And 
he said also that he's he's like made a few friends and found some new music and stuff from listening to our podcast. Oh really? Aye. Aye. Um, so that's amazing. Aye. Class. Cool. Absolutely. Class. Including three up in Scotland. Aye. Yeah. For real. Need to get need to get him up. Yep, so there we go. Get, get him, him, him as the, the would you call it the, the the top of the pyramid for a for a show at one point. Was the last time you were in a pyramid at a show? I remember being in one in Aberdeen. Um, see when, so I think it was when we brought the Sinatra boys up. Sinatra, aye. Uh, we brought brought Sinatra up. I can't remember who else played that night up in Aberdeen, and I remember a big a big horrible pyramid. But it was pure. It was a disgusting pyramid because we'd played the <laughs> night. We were in it. We'd played the night before in Glasgow. Oh, Kadish played in Sunset Squad, Mesa in in um, Sinatra, and it was a, a oh, an amazing yeah. gig. There was a massive party afterwards, and everyone just woke up in the morning like, "Oh shit, we need to get to Aberdeen." <laughs> and it was. I remember we hired a van, and I just remember like Brutal, looking man. round the back of this van, and it was just like all these pure carcasses lying about. Was that driving? Well, you're just probably because you're quite boring and you were probably shut. I was, I, uh, there's a picture of me at that gig and I'm wearing a scarf indoors. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. So, oh man. I'm open to criticism. Uh, I, the, uh, the best, the best like pyramid I ever saw at a show was that uh, chop fest when Violent Breakfast were playing and there was a, there was this tight like a tiny room. It was like somebody's oh, front room. It looked uh, like it was like the size of this room, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and there was a pyramid for like violent breakfast, and it pure looked dangerous. So like the pyramid was going to be a collapse on on, on the, the drum kit or something. Uh, <laughs> brilliant man. Caused some pure structural impact on the tiny wee room. Superb, superb. Um, so then, <clears throat> last episode was was Kadish and okay, I loved that. Like that, that that was that was so fun going through the um, Thick Letters to Friends album. And then also great having having Dom on. It has been mentioned to us by by one of our mates that we um, we hold <laughs> to put it politely we hold Dom in very high regard. And what is he the fucking Bob Dylan Eskimo? <laughs> and I was like, yes, but I'm pretty sure I was like. I'm going to I'm going to try and kind of to, uh, tone down my my praise for Kadish and, and Dom. I will say one more we hang about that like we've got um, the. Uh, Greeny, who's my friend, like doesn't he? He's not like a he's not a Scrams fan, like that. He's not a Screamo fan, but he's just been listening to probably sheer boredom because there's like two children in his house and we're in lockdown still. So he's like, I'll go and listen to Screamo because it's tight on myself. Uh, but like, he uh, said that Kadish has been his favorite. Kadish, the record's been his favorite one so far. The ones we've done. Awesome. So a big, a, a big, big up. Nice one. Um, so some. Excellent comments. Um, Owl familiar. Long live, long live. Get, getting to see them live on a trip to Scotland was bucket list stuff. Um, that guy's from, from Toronto. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool as fuck, man. Like, right. So he's managed right. to time his trip with a Kaddish gig. Well, to be for a while, the man, that was like seven days a week, Kaddish gig. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed to be like they, were, like they played all the time. Back in the day, right enough. Um, Robbie Murray 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 aye that's Robbie aye Spade Ross Koala guy aye 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 um, so he was listening to see if Dom get any Specky Rodney's um, 10 slices and end as an aim was his fucking hero he also there was also some like, I'll just about to address this now some wild comments on uh, this week's uh, chat 
already about uh, us and our football skills and Robbie was in there right away giving it chat about like our I was talking about how bad our football was and uh, I just want to shut that down right now. Like we will absolutely smash any anybody <laughs> in the scream the oh, scram scene who easy. thinks they can play football or like that, like we will absolutely smash <laughs> I remember we played I don't know if if it was a um one of the old dares up in Dundee, and there was a, a a game of football. So I had these three quarter length on like cargo shorts, mindos, like things <laughs> I used to cut about in. And we we were playing black, obviously, obviously. just no. They were like actual cargo. They were like oh, like camouflage. Camouflage. Right? <laughs> That's why he was so good. Then they could see him run. Anyway, anyway <laughs> we were, we're playing football outside, um, which is actually really snide because you're just like not listening to some some of some of the bands. Anyway, playing football, I ripped these these shorts didn't I so it was like ripped right down the back so you could basically see my whole arse and and we still had to play as opposed to these <laughs> assholes so um, I spent the, the, the rest of the day like trying to not let MD see my back had to play that whole show with like <laughs> right up against a <laughs> wall basically so <laughs> nobody could see my I guess they are. Uh, Mad Bobby Simpson 9 out of 10 um Bobby Simpson's a great guy and probably one of the most talented guitarists. Tremendous guitarist. Sword, sword <coughs> Can anybody remember the Swordmaster Rush? What a riff, man. You can't even forget that riff. It's, pure, it's in your mind. He it's like the Coco Pops theme tune. Rather have a bowl of down and down <laughs> um, sadness is rebellion. Ten slices. Sadness is rebellion's kicking out the big, the big slices. Uh, eh? Big slices, man. Um, but a beat from your bones. Um, Aid Pollock, nine out of ten. Treading Gus, legit ten slicer. Big cold, Gus. cold words is a hero. Um, <laughs> but a beat from your bones as it's honours. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta explain what honours is. Pendale, Slusson. Aye, right. Do you want me to do it? Aye, do I. So, uh, Honours um, is basically somebody who's who's got your back. So if you get into a fight, somebody who's bigger than you and stronger than you will come in and, and batter the other person. So it was Aye. always good to have <laughs> Honours of like some like lunatic who was like a, just a wee bit Aye. more mental than you. So I, n- I never had any Honours. That's why you always get your head kicked in. <laughs> I'd never had any horrors. I, I like that's no true. That's not even a joke. I did get my head kicked in like that many, many times. Yeah. I got my no, I got my nose flattened. Did you ever get a brick smashed off your face one uh, time? The back of my head it was. I got a bottle panned off my head. I had to go get stitches. I remember oh, I got a bottle. See if we could have had that for had him for the orchid episode. Like, <laughs> a, like a brick to the face. <laughs> like a brick to the face. You could actually tell us what it was like. <laughs> Anybody living outside of like was it too quiet? I think anybody living outside of the UK might be quite like shocked that this is is happening. But like, generally, like there's not there's not really a person I know that doesn't have a story like uh, I get hit with a brick or like, some nutters. We've all had a, an absolute leathering. Yeah, I think it's character building, isn't it? Getting uh, it doing, being a motion, getting your uh, head kicked in. You get glass, you know. You get glass with Balls. a plastic cup. No. Nah, that- <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, hang on, reverse. Anyway, let's Keep move going. on. Move on for that one, eh? <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> no. right. Anything else for yeah, the um, episode? Sodomo, 
Uh, the whole frigging gato and butter beat from your bones and Ricky Cranium straight up ten. <laughs> um, and <laughs> just just an insight. I don't know if that's the the, the person's name. Um, though I can't stop imagining the idea of a fairground worker shouting, "What's with this holding on?" <laughs> <laughs> Um, just so, an insight is another, is another podcast it's actually it's a pretty cool podcast man people should go check it out it's like sort of hardcore stuff and like some scrams on there as well actually right. decent podcast uh, cool that is, that's everything for the for the catch up then really isn't it Aye. we've spent quite a long time airing that we're Good. clearly just on our holidays talking mints today <laughs> this could exactly be a long, a long episode do you know what the redeeming feature of this episode will be is um, the fact we're going to play all the songs so right. like if MD's listening going oh my god those guys are idiots what are they doing on their holidays talking rubbish right. at least you know that there's going to be a, like a nine, good nine good songs to listen to in between, in between us talking mints in their entirety feel free to just fast forward us direct to the song if you want like we won't feel bad about that uh, true <laughs> I think that's probably what I would do maybe. right let's kick it off then let's go first song then. Um, no, we're not going to say something about the features. Oh, yeah, aye, with the features. <laughs> right, okay. the features. Ah, right, fuck the features. These, these lovely features. Right, okay. actually, not even that, we've got new features and one that Finney came up with. Another one. Fuck the features. Let me tell you guys, we've Here got we some go. new features, guys and gals. We've got some new features, right? We've got the usual features. Obviously, like, um, if one of us says something that's ridiculous, pretentious, utter nonsense they get hit with a specky Rodney and that's when you hear this then obviously we've at the very end of it well actually I'll tell you right now this is our mixtape we normally have the yummy gato when we rate it of like 10 <laughs> slices how many slices of gato would you give an album this is our mixtape so I'm just telling you right now this mixtape is getting 10 slices of gato from each of us right yummy gato <clears throat> and then we've got a new a brand spanking new feature what is it? Well, you know, on this podcast, because we're all basically of that age, uh, and we love horrendous jokes and da patter and da da jokes and jokes usually from usually my jokes that are terrible, yeah, um, <laughs> and they just they're absolutely terrible. So <laughs> when you hear us telling a terrible joke that has not landed and that we think is terrible, you will hear Dom saying. Singing, screaming, this. Nice one. Shall we crack on then, lads? On. <clears throat> so go we've, got, we've got nine songs. Um, song number one on the Scrams Jams mixtape um, is Santo Caserio, The Self-Immolation of Arthur Craven. It's a 2000... They recorded it in 2004. Um, and what an absolute banger. And here it is.
so what an absolute tune that is um ho- hopefully if you've never heard that song before um you like it as much as as we do um and you should uh, immediately go and check out um everything that santo have recorded i think most states are, are on on band camp if i'm right um <clears throat> hopefully they can send their stuff out to the masses um via every available channel so this song like i say recorded they think in in, in 2004 um and split level studios <coughs> um split level studios is a um a studio right next to edinburgh airport with no uh, no heating and a toilet that doesn't work. So when they were recording well, this, that sounds fun. It's just every studio. It's every studio I've ever been in my life. Um, so this was um, in, intended to be. This was a a, a a group of songs. It was intended to be on a split ten inch with June Paik. Um, that kind of never never materialised. Um, that split level studios place is the same place where they recorded. The seven inch, and it's also where Snowblood, um, Snowblood recorded most of their stuff. So Santo Casario, nice. I mean, and uh, makes me want to go there. <laughs> Just pay homage to. It. So I mean, this is uh, this is a band that um, a screamo band that were about when, um, when we started messing about and trying to play, play tunes. My, my memories of, um, Santo Casario. I mean, I've got I've got numerous. Um, they're. The second show we ever played was the um, was Stop It in a rehearsal Aye. space in, in Glasgow called The Ark, um, and Santo Casario played that night, and they actually played this tune. You can you, you can see it on on, on they YouTube. They started with us, didn't they? It's it, it's mind blowing, man. Like it's it, it's such an unbelievable song. Find it on YouTube, honestly, <coughs> you will not regret it. It sounds it sounds so heavy. Aye, uh, unbelievable. So I mean listened to this song a lot obviously really wanted it to be um on this on this mixtape because it's it's an unbelievable banger so arthur craven um never had an opportunity to speak to graham who was a vocalist for for santo casario um and i'm sure there's a story there because i think there, there, there usually is with graham's vocals um but I think I think Arthur Craven was a Swiss writer, poet, artist, and boxer. Um, the boxer, can help man. Just Swiss Army knife. Swiss Army knife. <laughs> a walking Swiss, Swiss Army knife, and a boxing glove comes out as one of the fucking attachments. <clears throat> um, and a microphone. So I love. I mean the 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 intro. For me, the intro is like it's magical. Um and. That picking guitar bit, which is with Stevie. Stevie's now now in oh, Australia. Guy. What a what a sound lad he He's is. He's also in an awesome band. That's name. <laughs> 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 uh, Death. Cult. Death cult. Sorry. Oh, death cult. Death cult. We got there. I, I was going to say that Death Heaven or Death Havana, but there's they're they're two totally different bands. Death cult. Sorry. Well they're awesome. So I mean, it it starts. You've you've heard it with that big um big intro, and then Damage pulls out an Ebo, and and not not the first time that that Damage influenced me, in terms of playing guitar. I instantly went, what what is that little device he's got? I'm <laughs> gonna go out and buy one. Do you know what, it's it's good to hear somebody that's good in the guitar playing an Ebo. <laughs> 
So we used, obviously we used Debo on uh, some Mesa songs. Most notably, Dance, Dance, Dance is probably the main one of it. I'm kidding you. I'm kidding you. You were good in the Evo, Tom. Thanks, mate. You were good in the Evo. <laughs> um, so it, it, this was a sort of interesting time for um, Santo Caserio when they recorded this. So they'd already had their 7-inch their, their out, but they got a new drummer just before they, they recorded these songs. And the drummer was uh, Chaz, who was pre- previously in a, a, a guy for the Pact. Um, a band in, in Glasgow and I think that kind of took them in a wee bit of a different direction there's loads I'll, I love about this song I mean um, an interesting bit if you if you listen closely the bit when Youngie's screaming this is this is everything this is everything um, he, what they actually what he done in that they they put a mic in the middle of the room right and they told Youngie to go and stand at the other side of the room and scream at a wall and so he's fucking screaming his heart out he put everything into it I think and he had his keys like on his uh, attached to his jeans so you can hear them but just such a cool bit and I mean there's there's Youngie's an amazing an amazing bass player and he he carries every band he's been in he's absolutely he he carries it through because what a talent that guy is but but in those vocals, there's just a, a desperation and a an amazing an amazing moment, and I think they done so well to capture that. Like it was quite an interesting Aye. recording technique, but that the recording of that song compared to the like hearing it live, it's Aye. perfect. Unbelievable. Like, sometimes it's hard to to capture what it sounds like live, but I think they really done it with that recording. It's fucking yes. magical. Um, Santo, man. So love we we love Santo. Um, very quickly, just a couple of memories about the the, the band. Um, I remember we practiced in the same place as them for a for a while, which was the Barrowlands. Mind you, your bag nicked at your motor. Oh, I well, I'll tell you that story, by the way. Hang on. So we were practicing in the Barrowlands. I had that my bag. I was doing my dissertation. I'd borrowed like microfilm, like this these like microfilm recordings, uh, like. Um, would you call it like printings of um, UNIA membership records from the 1920s and 30s, like this uh, civil rights group? I had, a, I had them in my bag, went into practice, and then my car window got smashed open, my bag got nicked, and it took my memory stick with my whole disserta- dissertation on it and all Glasgow Uni's microfilm on this UNIA. I had to go in and say, like, fess up. I had to go in and be like, I need to rewrite my dissertation, and I've lost. Oh, you have microfilm. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Soz. So, yeah, we, we, we practised in the same place and I distinctly remember one night, <clears throat> we spoke before on here about people who make you kind of, uh, people who raise the bar and I remember walking past the room they were in and hearing them playing this song and I was like, oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> that, shit. <clears throat> we, are, we are miles off it here. And, and, and we, I mean, tremendous song. Something that probably just to say about damage as well. Like we had really, sh- we've mentioned before that um, as Mesa Verde, we'd really shit gear. Like we'd really, really rubbish equipment. Um, and I had a guitar that was um, always a tune, recording it a tune, and all sorts. Um, and so I decided I needed a new guitar. I bought a, a Gibson SG off Damage. See, I look back now, that guy basically gifted that to me. Like, he gave me it for a ridiculous price. Like, and he, 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 I remember him saying something at the time, him and, him and Ash, actually. I was like, oh, thanks so much. And they were like, 
or we just as long as somebody's going to be using it and, and continuing to play like in the Aye. in the scene and it was just so cool like there's no way in the world I could have afforded a guitar of that quality Aye. and then after that get a bargain on that one after that I just went on to have like a pure stellar guitar career I <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just on that and on and Santo in general as well. I like, f- they were the first screamo band I saw live because they supported Wolves and Transistor Transistor, and they were the they were the first on, and I was like, I would go so far as to say they were probably the st- stimulus point for me and Dave going, how good are they? And therefore here, how how good would it be if? Why don't we? Can we do that? Can we start a band? It wasn't. It was. It was like inspirational, but then how um, how warm and generous and like encouraging, Youngie, uh, Graham, the uh, Stevie, Damage, Damage uh, first ferns, and then like just all the time, man, letting us use their heads, letting us use their bass shit, putting like us on anything, symbols, everything, just anything that we us, needed, man. Putting us on and telling us we were good when we were shit and uh, keep on giving us gigs. Like, Graham kept on giving us gigs in Edinburgh. Uh, right away, we just gave us gigs. Like, he has a gig supporting all these fans that you love and we are the kids. Um, as well as, like, Steve, like, Steve Carlin um, were like, here's gigs when you're shit. But it's, it was Santo that, I would say it was, like, it was Santo that, like, nurtured us into a, into a band like gave us a support you mean young I come up and go like good drafts man when it was it was fucking <laughs> terrible <laughs> like we were terrible and aye just amazing guys and then to to, to this tune and like it's so good so next song is your song song number two is Hassan Isaba and it's watching the eyes of someone lying and here it is
right, let me tell you about this song, right? So the band Hasanisa, but they're and the reason I've kind of picked this is kind of who they are, but also the song as well, right? So one of the reasons I love like DIY and scrams is because there's just so many, there's just so many like little seven inches or bands that do like one release or two releases and then they just feel disappear, <laughs> but they were amazing. Right, and Hassan Isabat, I've only ever had this one self-titled seven-inch, and he did a split as well. Um, but like, then they were done. So there's only like so many, uh, just this handful of Hassan Isabat songs in circulation. Uh, and even in this self-titled seven-inch, right, it sounds like it's recorded live. And two of the s- songs are untitled one and untitled two. Um, for me, that the best song. This is the best song on this record. Um, I could depict any one of them, but I think this is just, this is just about the, the the best one on it. Um, Hassan Isaba recorded this or this seven inch came out in uh, two, the year two thousand when I was still at high school. Um, but we hadn't even left then. Y two K, mate. It was, that's when this is rolling about. <laughs> right, so when you think about that, that was twenty one years ago. Uh, but this came out, and uh, like I, it's just uh, absolutely amazing. Another wee. Uh, point to pick out in this guess who recorded oh, oh is that guess, a man Surely guess who not. recorded this can it be the man the it? king of the swingers Holy the king the, of the swingers the jungle VIP no danger hi <laughs> man Kurt Malou recorded Thank this Kurt Malou <laughs> uh, recorded this the drummer's also unbelievable in this band like the, the whole 7 inch is great but the but the would you call it the drummer's amazing we don't want to be in like do stuff with like the red cord and things like that the drummer's incredible um, but like see he's he's also like the two two drummers and scrams that I think are my favourite drummers are this guy and the gospel Helena Troy drummer who's unbelievable as well so the drums are phenomenal all the way through um, it, it starts off like a kind of like uh, like a live track with the feedback and the drum clicks and then it just starts rips in with this pure like amazing like it sounds like a breakdown like the screechy it sounds like it's uh, finally the return of some stabby riffs only it's like you're getting stabbed with like this red hot poker in the eyeballs (laughs) (laughs) a red hot sword in the eyeballs um, like a fire pirate. Oofed. A fire. Sounds dangerous. Ah, pretty much, yeah. Well, I wouldn't want to go anywhere near him with your riffs like this. Again. Um, then it's got pure blast beats that are pure fat. Like, pure fast. It's so, so fast for a while. But a minute 15, it's got this evil riff that's going up and down like... Nah, 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 nah. Aye, aye. Yeah, but I'm talking about. Um, sounds like Satan's Blender. Satan's blender. <laughs> Make him like a scram smoothie. Wow. Freshen himself up. Um, and then it goes like kind of sad mid 90s uh, emo bit. And the guy's like, he sounds like he's crying. It, it does it a few times on this seven inch where he sounds like he's crying. Like he's kind of <laughs> out of breath, but he's just shouting like, um, it's such a weird difference between the two bits. Um, and then like, uh, it just melts your face again. Starts going absolutely mental. When it goes back to the first riff again, it's just a pure, sh- like kind of short. I guess shortish, scrams tune, a bit metal, but again, like it's DIY man. This is what it's all about. Like two things, 
and then you're done, <laughs> and, and then I don't know what else. Aye. I honestly don't know what other scrams band these these guys were in, but this yeah. uh, this that record was and it this this seven inch was also on the OG data disc. Nice, nice. I had I had honestly never listened to this band before you spoke about putting this this song. I'll on. be honest, I not really either, but. Um, I really enjoyed it. it grew on me as well. I a hundred percent like listened to it the first couple of times and thought, I I, I can see why Dave likes it because the drummer, like the drummer's ah, obviously I. pure ridiculous. So like I, I thought, I Dave likes that because the drummer. The more I listened to it, I thought, shit, I really like that. Remind me of that band, uh, Crestfallen. I be oh bit. yeah. Um, and there's there's parts of it that, that remind me of um. Sunset Squad, but then I hear Sunset Squad in, you hear my, that. in my sleep. So you hear that the, the, the double bass, the sort of like double bass pedal, do, 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 the punk beat stuff. Aye, aye. Um, aye, banging song, Dave. Cool. Um, so we'll, we'll do a wee question for one of the listeners. Then let's go for it. Go for it. So this listener, I don't know if you've heard him. He's called Gary T. Oh, <laughs> him. He's got a question for you. For us. For us. Says the pandemic is over. And Dale Preston from Wayne's World 2 helps you put on a concert. Where are you having it? What's the lineup? Who's headlining? Any decent scran? Oh, aye. And who's watching the merch? He, wow. I think he sent in this question for us because he likes a wee trip. He, loves he a wee knows we're on a wee trip. And he likes a wee trip. Right, uh, let, let's split this up then. So, right. I, I, let one of you say where, the other say that then one band each. And then, um, what's the scram? What's the merch? Right. So Dave, you start. Where is it? Coming all town hall. No, wait, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> the red triangle. The red triangle. Downstairs. The red triangle. Clear the pool tables away. Are you shitting me? Nah, red triangle. You you're, get one. You can put on one gig. <laughs> to get, and you're putting up the red triangle. Aye, but like it's not going to be outside. You're, you're going to be Berlin. Scrams. We're not going to Berlin. Oh wait. Ah, nah. uh, hang on. What is up with you, man? <laughs> Red oh, track. the Ronson stage? You put on the Ronson stage? Yeah, oh. Monster Ronson. And you could be doing like, like karaoke. Ronson's and Monster Ronson's the karaoke the in Berlin? Yes. Right. On the Ronson stage, right, where are we? Right, so Monster Ronson's is a, is a gay karaoke in Berlin. It's fucking awesome. If we did the if we did the UK home version of that, because it's no, Brexit. That's only one only question. Only one? All right, okay. You love talking about Brexit, man. I actually think you voted to leave Bobby the Brexit. EU. <laughs> You're Joby Brexit. I did not love vote to leave the EU. Let's clarify that right Aye, now. Although we are in pretty much Brexit country right now. Um, okay, so so who's who's playing? So he's not really said if it has to be bands that are that are still going or bands that are uh, historic. So I'll err on the side of caution in that front. Um, so my goodness. Let loose, man. Let loose. What do you want? What are you yeah, well, the okay, right. For? I'm putting Orchid in. Right. Orchid are fucking playing my gig. Okay, there does. Right, funny. Who else is playing? Right, I want fucking Lacquiette because of the best live scrams band I've ever seen. Dave, who else is playing? I'm gonna life at these speeds. I, I, I have a wow. I have a history with not seeing that or seeing that band but not seeing them live. I'm gonna put life at these speeds on that. So, so that's a that's a lineup, right? Who's who's Just three bands? Aye, three bands. We're no messing about here. We've got it's a fest. What? It's a fest. One merit. One merit. One merit. One merit. Aye, aye. Do you know who it is? It's. Mm. Are you going for ones you've not seen? This is this is a no. Tough, you've picked last week. This is a tough one here. Um, another band I'm adding to that that mix is. Let me say Envy. I'm putting oh, Envy aye. in there, man. Envy are in there. Okay. 
Cool. I'm going to put an City Catapult, I think. Cause, Solid. Because there's so good life. Can I put two in? No, one. Well, if I tell you what, I tell, if I pick one, I'll tell you what my other option was. You'll probably agree with me. Oh, here we go. Right, I'm going to put Louise Cypher in. Right, okay. Because they're one of the best scrams bands I've ever seen in the flesh. But I'll swipe it Santa one. Get them, get Stevie back for Australia. Get Graham okay. back for London. Put we'll Santa on. a vibe as well, actually. Okay. Right, who's watching the merch? Who's watching the merch? Well, not me. Who doesn't like Gary. Put Gary on it, man. Hi, Gary suggested it. Have made this idea. Why are you giving me such a... Would you, question about wait, merch, would, you, merch. would you trust Gary to eight cans <laughs> down looking after the merch table? <laughs> no, you just begin a wee merch anyway. I've got an I've got an image of Gary. Like Gary, you need to watch this merch table, mate. And he's just standing there pummeling beers, and then you turn around and he's standing on top of the merch t-shirt with every single t-shirt on. I would put meant to be selling. Aye, true, actually. Pure Hulk Hogan up on it. I'd put Paco Marion charging the merch. Aye, he's a. He's <laughs> he never has fun at him. So. Nah, he did. Most of the Right, cool. Uh, right, let's move on then to the next song. The uh, Scran. Oh, Scran. Oh, the Scran. Let's move nah, on. No scran. Scran. No nah, scran. no Scran. No Scran. Nah, we're just. We're just. We're scram tanning beers. Scram's no Scran. We're tanning beers. We're listening to Screamo. We don't need any Scram. If it was diff as the Scran's Jams podcast. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's go. Right, okay. Tam, your song is next. Okay, song number three on our mixtape is um, Awaken Eyes by the band Envy. Died. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Yeah. 
地を試す。Waking Eyes, absolute banger of a song. Um, it's on the Eyes of the Single Eared Prophet EP, which came out in 2000. Envy's first release 2000, was... Man. Envy's first release was 1996. Shut up. Holy swear to God, we were 12, ghetto. man. They must ghetto. be old as balls. Shut the front door. So, um, I've got one hope for this podcast, right? Um, and we're now on we're now on the ninth episode of the Scram Shams podcast, and my one hope for it is that one day, don't one day, no somebody goes to see Envy play a show Aye. anywhere in the world. So in, in, be that Japan or the States or Europe, somebody goes to a show, and after the show, says to somebody for the band. You that band with the Specky Rodneys? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the ultimate compliment, man. That is all I, um, all I strive for in this. It gets me, it gets me out of bed every day. That sort of drive. So, um, yeah, awake your eyes. You've you've heard by now. This is the song with both the Yummy Gato misheard lyric and the Specky Rodney. Um, it's four and a half minutes of absolute dreams there's something about it this is this is fairly um, fairly early on in Envy's career and they've obviously went on and recorded loads and loads of music some of it I absolutely love um, but this is quite early on and I think when you go back and listen to it now you can hear it such a solid song I've thought about why I like this so much it's the guitars man it's it's, it's always the guitars with Envy it's Aye. the, the agreed like, the the vocals are the vocals are amazing the guy's voice is amazing it doesn't do much it doesn't keep you like um, it's fairly repetitive but the guitars both in the quiet bits which are the, the sort of post rocky bits and the and the big heavy bits are absolutely stunning um, and I think 
this song is quite obvious. I don't know if they would write it now. I don't know if they if they could write it now. I think there's bits that that are you almost know what's coming, but you're desperate for it to to come. And it's I mean three minute twelve in you get to the the Specky Rodney. So if anybody's going to go away and listen to this song, that's the that's how far in you need to get before you get a Specky Rodney. Four minute thirty two for the Yummy Gato. <laughs> Happy days. <laughs> I see. I, I think I've, I, I've seen Envy once. They played in Glasgow. Aye, they played this, didn't they? In, I've seen in, them in, twice. In, in 2000, I think they played in 06 or 07. Um, and I couldn't actually remember if they played this song. I'm sure they, I think they did. I'm sure they did. I remember, uh, oh no, it was another song. It was the, sorry, I'm talking rubbish. I was about to, I'm going to ask a question. First, if you're finished talking about it, Tammy, is this the best Envy song? To me, I I like, think it is. I think, it's, I think it is. It's my favourite man. It's the one. If see if you're going to show somebody like Envy, you put this one on. It'd be like, check this fucking banger out, man. Aye. It's this one or the the Cahundite Power one, the one off the Iscariot split. Aye. Okay, I don't know. There's a there's loads in. I mean, there's a at least three in Dead Sinking Story. I think are are, are up there as well, man. Like. Uh, but do you know what's good about this? You're talking about like would they play this now? I I think you're right though, and it's like it's because they don't they don't just go it for one or two bars too long on this. They they go right and that and then that's it. They're away. Like I think in the dead sinking story stuff or whatever later or after this even they just dwell on the the post rock bits are too long. No, even the. Just bits, I think everything's just a wee bit too and here it's like maybe I perfect in one well, piece well when you think about other scram stuff it's, all, it's always like we play this riff sometimes we play this riff twice and then that's it we're on to the next riff and we don't even come back uh, to that riff which is kind of that's that's yeah. like kind of scram's vibe isn't it yeah. you don't really play the same thing again there's some, something to say about Envy is like a, a, an influence on on us you know like when, oh uh, definitely when I say us I mean Mesa and that that was the one band I would point to when we started writing music that Aye. like we were basically trying to copy, <laughs> you know, like have a a quiet bit, a heavy bit in that vein. Um, and 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 this song for me is is the best envy song. So it's a good pick, man. I want to say something about the see the obviously the the Specky Rodney that we use on on this show is from the live version. That's right. But see this version the original recorded version. <laughs> It sounds like he says Specky O'Rodney. Like oh, it's some sort of Irish Specky guy. Specky O'Rodney. I don't know any Irish Irish guys that are Specky. Do you know any Specky Irish? Who's that, Com- Martin Who's that comedian? Martin comedian the old. Oh, the, it's a cracker one. Aye, him. What's his name again? I can't remember. Oh, fuck. Tom well, something? Tommy. Tom. S- Tommy Specky. Tommy. Tommy C. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy, <laughs> mumbo jumbo. <laughs> uh, I don't know any Irish. So if you're Irish and Specky, give a wee shout on the. Uh, <laughs> a weird. It's honestly just as a mind block. I can't think of any Specky Irish people right now. Martin O'Neill. Oh, Martin O'Neill. Uh, he's a Specky. He is he's, a Specky, Rodney. He's, you know, ah, he's he's Irish, not not Irish. Right. Okay. Um, song number four is it's by Don Treader and it's called Lady with Death Mask. Uh, this is an epic song, so check it out. <laughs> 
Okay, hope you enjoyed that tune. I think it's a fucking banger. So let's tell you a wee bit more about Don Treader, right? So they're from Baltimore, Maryland. Oh, aye, do you know what else is from Baltimore, Maryland? The Wire. Okay, <laughs> so I'm thinking this song, man. I'm thinking all I can imagine is the main, all the main characters from The Wire putting all their differences aside to go to the Don Treader gig. So you've what, got you've... fucking Avon and Stringer Bell <laughs> at the side just bobbing their heads, right? And then you've got Bodie, Poot and Wallace are in the pit just moshing. <laughs> and then Omar's just at the other side just like fucking just chilling, chilling with, his, with his fucking trench coat on because he's a big mosher. Prop Joe's on the door, taking the money. And then, aye. And do you know fucking Clay Davis is there as well and he's never seen Don Treader before? And do you know what he says <laughs> as his reaction, Tam? She. <laughs> That's right, man, because fucking Don Treader, this is like prog scrams. Uh, this is like prog rock scrams style. Uh, so many fucking signi- time signature changes, scrams vocals, emo vocals. They've got two guitarists, a bass player, piano, drums, cello, samples. This band's epic as fuck, man. And and the, the, the release that it's from is called... Um, well, it's actually called uh, just Don Treader, self-titled. I thought it was called The Lonely Island. I heard that as well. But on their, uh, the band camp, it's just called Don Treader, self-titled. Uh, what do you think about this tune? Ah, this tune's a banger. I was going to ask you, what else is on their band camp? Uh, <laughs> oh, aye. They also claim that they're not a screamo band, and they specifically wrote it into their bio saying, we are... We're not a screamo band. Well, we've got some fucking news for you, Tam. Tell them what we think they are. You, you are a, you're a scrams band. You're a screamo band, and that's all there is to, to say. Aye. Apologies if you don't how, like it, but how, how will you know? A leopard can change its spots. Aye. How you know? How uh, try to say you know? How you know? How you know? How you know? Definitely are, man. I mean, it's like anyway. I love this anyway. song as well. Funny. Um, my distinct memory of this song is listening to it on the bus on the way into uni. So on the way if you come on old into uni, listening to it and going, "Oh my god!" And when the strings come in, like thinking, "How is that? Is that possible?" And like immediately thinking, "Is there a way that we can incorporate <laughs> violins and stuff into?" Do we know someone who can play a fucking a violin or a cello or something? Uh, a few bands that like po- portrait of it. And uh, oh, I was in that band that had like a. Uh, it was either I, I hate myself or I would set myself on fire for you. Had I'm sure they had violins as well, but Portrait were definitely like they smashed the violins and scrams vibe. So I, but uh, amazing. Um, there's parts of this song I think sound quite a lot like Indian in Summer, but then there's other parts that sound like proper like hardcore bands. Like I think they cover. They cover almost all bases. They jump about, aye. Cover almost all bases. And uh, some righteous Narnia vibes in this oh, in this record. Aye, Actually, the whole record in it. Aye. It's got clips like the whole the, the whole. Obviously, we might get to that later on in another episode. But there's like samples for actual Narnia. Mm. Um, I recommend this whole this whole album is amazing. Aye. There's a bit like there's a bit at the when we had it on the car on the way down. It stopped. And I was like, there's a bit in it. It's my favorite bit when it stops. About a drum and like a minute twelve, and it goes, 
and the bass just goes and then off pair comes back in absolutely mental it's like did you ever read the Narnia books? Uh, I never read the books. I watched the the, the programs. Program. Do you remember Sunday Sunday afternoon? Sunday afternoon. It was it was basically a, like a sort of sneaky way of getting getting some religious stuff into you, wasn't it? Nah, I it's totally isn't it? Aslan, I was was going to talk about that. Maybe we'll talk about that when we when we speak about the record and total total. But I, I think we were, I, I think I will pick this one later on. Aye. definitely because I, I I love this this album. It is a it is a righteous banger. Cool. So you're ready for a question then? Has. Let's go for it. So I've got a question here from uh, um, Kurt Ballou. He says, what the fuck is Cumbernauld? <laughs> and what the fuck is the Red Triangle? <laughs> well, why don't you come over and find out? Why don't you fucking swing over and find out, Jungle VIP? <laughs> All right, okay. So obviously Kurt Ballou did not messages, but... Um, <laughs> it's Kurt well, let's find out first if what can I like if he's one if he's any good at pool, and does he like tenants? Because that's probably because that's your lot, isn't it? That's it. Game of pool and some tenants in the red triangle. <laughs> uh, cool. Um, let's move on to the next song then. So the next song is also my song. Oh, he's doubled up. He's Ooh. doubled down on himself. So the next song is a Dietro song. Um. We have already covered Dietro and done a whole fucking episode on Dietro, so if you like this, go check that out. Uh, and the song is called Un Batra Ivru, mm-hmm. I think. Here it is, check it out.
Okay, that song was from the awesome Rien and Dietro ten inch split. Um, the song's awesome. It doesn't re- it doesn't really kick in until about a minute forty five, like after the sort of kind of bouncy intro, when it goes into a really big like sort of post rock. Well, maybe not post rock, but like kind of breakdown build up Aye. point. Um, they give you a wee sneaky indication of the when it goes heavy with the da na na. They play that right at the start, and then they don't play that again until later on. And wait, and they bring it in later? They bring it in later. Well, we know who loves it. Uh, <laughs> so the five minutes, uh, 41, you get that fucking explosion that you want, and then they just have a wee lap of honour at the end. <laughs> That's a good way to describe that last <laughs> bit, man. Uh, and what sport? What sport are they lapping of honour? What, what kind of sport are they victorious in? Like a wee, f- who's just won the cup and the the fucking the French cup? Coup de f- is it the, is it called the Coupe de f- Coupe de France? Coupe de France. We're just Coupe doing a wee lappy on her. Like yeah, ah, we we fucking won. yay! Vive la Dietro. Sacre bleu, we have won the cup. <laughs> so I think um, when we spoke about the when we spoke about Dietro and and the album, what's the name of that album again? Um, let's say Vivre the Skeletons, let the skeletons love. Um, I think my final comment on it was that if only they made an album that sounded exactly like the songs on the rain split because for me like the everything about the the, the Dietro songs on this split is absolutely perfect it's just it's a bit more vicious it's a bit more um, I don't know that I just enjoy the recording of it a lot more um, and this song is an absolute an absolute banger it does kind of everything we listened to it earlier on the day funny didn't we and um, I said it's all about the ending man it's all about that last it's that build up to that point where it does the it's un- unbelievable and uh, going back to um, we spoke about Diedro fin- Finney mentioning that the vocalist get different levels to his voice didn't he mm-hmm. and I think in, in this we're we're at, we're at fours and fives pretty much all the way through it in this one aye um, it's toasty smashing. the song is toasty big end big boon big boon big wild boon. okay so we've got another listener question so this is from Mo Tattooist oh who's that who is that? that I wonder who that guy is is he the one who's scribbled all over my body <laughs> he might have been mine as well oh aye a few fucking I, sketches on wait a minute all over your body oh, erotic oh <laughs> right okay he tattooed, so he tattooed that guy's ear you see that aye so that it looked really sore I really like it, the guy wanted part of his ear to be fully oh, black fully black that's right aye more obliged fully blackened so okay let's check out his question then so um the question from Mo is uh your wife and kids have been kidnapped and are in a location 35 minutes away. You're driving to rescue them. It's a warm night. Your windows are open. What Scrams album do you listen to on the way? That's a fucking question, man. Uh, I, I've, I've well, let's say first because yeah, he's actually got a wife and kids. Yeah, if, if, if my wife and kids had been kidnapped and I was, I was going to rescue them, do you know what I would listen to? Amanda Woodward and uh, right. um, oh god I can't remember the name of the, the La album Decadence. La Decadence not, not Ultramort the other one no, aye. Um, 
aye, Amanda Woodward all the way. It would just give me the right sort of vibe where it kept me in control. Like I wasn't going I wasn't going pure absolutely off my head like uh, maybe in Circle Takes the Square or something would, would take me. But it would also give me enough energy that when I got there I was going to rescue them and smash whoever it was that had kidnapped them in the first place. Aye, give but me the also, confidence, the confidence like, to smash it's, it's that French swagger in it. So they could be like, ah, oh, it's fine. You want to kidnap my, my wife and kids? Come to get you, mate. And I'm going to swagger right in. And, and that bit, so la decadence, la decadence. The French do like to take charge of a situation, like they have it several times in their history when they had the French. Oh, for fuck, fuck, fuck. No, but I do get that with the... <laughs> 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 that first song on the... Like a decadence, I can see you driving it, pure, like, pure stern face, like, shades on, because it's sunny, going... Yeah. I'm about to, I'm going to absolutely fuck these people up. Aye. Take my wife and kids back. You don't smashed. want the you don't want the, the chaos of the like, <sighs> out, like out of control. Oh, you don't want to you don't want to be out of control. Aye. You need to be in control, measured we, in control. But Dave, what would you pick? I'd pick a uh, transistor, transistor. Oh, here we go. Um, erase all name and likeness because it's like because it starts off with that. Kill the head and the body will die, but it's also quite like. Duh, and I want to get myself like, in that pure psychotic mode and start of its pure feedback and and then <laughs> like the song Kill the Head yeah and I'm like I'm going to go in and literally kill some kill, some kill the head not my wife and kids the people that have kidnapped them <laughs> obviously awesome uh, what were you funny sick I'd pick something epic because um, it's probably quite a fucking memorable moment in your life where you rescue your kids and wife from a kidnapper. So I'd go uh, like something like Envy, Dead Sinker Story. Oh, really? It's like, like you know, the first couple of songs is just pure it's something pure uplifting, fun. but like, I don't know. Aye, I'd go for Envy. Right, cool. Let's move on to the next song then. Dave, it's your song. Oh, it's my song. So the next song, the next song, on the Scrams Jams Schemo podcast is actually another another Scrams, another Euro Scrams band, but it's Rain. And what's what's utterly mental is that we're on episode nine of the Scrams Jams podcast, and this is the first Rain song that's been talked about. But the Rain song I'm talking about is Rain, and the song is from the Doden Marshall at Vast Seven Inch. It's called Den Basta Tiden Ivara Leave, and it sounds like this.
Cool. Aye. So, here. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Aye. That's the song over now. Uh, so, I. I wanted to pick, like, because I know obviously we're going to end up talking about rain, right? Um, and they've got hunters and hunters and hunters of amazing stuff. Like, it's too hard to narrow down what rain stuff, but this song, on the splits and on the seven inches that are just them, this song pure stands out as, like, this is my favourite rain song off the, like, tons of masses of just wee things that they released for a long time. It's a total, like, they obviously had, like, full lengths after would you call it El Nipa and um, but this is this is on this wee 7 inch it's so good like it, it brings back memories of that we played we saw them at a matinee show in Glasgow in, um, in the afternoon they played the old it was stereo a stereo and they played in the afternoon because they couldn't get the we, Whatever we they couldn't get the night, so they played like an afternoon show, and then we went to the, this park and had a barbecue and like had a pure great time in them. But this, that I was really amazing, vividly man. remember them playing this song and how good it is. Um, and we we love rain, and we're like I said, we're going to talk about rain maybe more than one episode with some releases and stuff like that. But um, that there's just like three and a half minutes of just screamo sexy tones and amazing amazingly written and sound and scram just like all rain stuff does they've, they've, they've got their own sound don't they Dave? like they're, they're, nobody sounds at all like rain and nah. it, it, it's a rain and lack way obviously often get sort of put in the same sentence but I mean actually when you sit down and listen to them like oh, they're, totally they're, different, they're, so, they're so different, different beasts. but they're, I, I don't know another band that sound really anything like rain and nah. it's uh, it's been a big big uh, I mean a big reason why I like Screamo was it was rain right at the start going into them man totally they've got like um, um, we can't ask later on but there's excuse me there's bits in there like uh, uh, guitars that sound like they're not played by guitars bits that sound like they're played with like a xylophone like the picking bits towards the end of the song um, I'll talk about the song a bit like the song obviously starts with this like really <laughs> like downstrokes that just kind of creep up on you for the, like the back of your brain they're like sneaking up on you like uh, and then all of a sudden they, they kind of build up and build up you know what I mean it's kind of like one or two notes and the drums come like kind of pounding in Michelle's just doing something like that he wouldn't do in a Lacquette song or something they're just like simple like yeah, keeping it kind of pounding moving forward and the guitars are just like picking a few notes and then about a minute and a half into it, it just like changes gear. Sounds like a Formula One car starting up, goes like dun, 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 and like takes off. It's totally other tempo. The vocals come in, um, just like speeding up and speeding up, uh, and you're flying, man. An absolutely like great start. Then it's kind of like the rain, the rain stuff that you're used to, like that they do so well. There's some like riffs or some nice picky bits and then it, it kind of like falls away a bit um, and just goes back to the start again it's a really like almost like a song that's divided up into like three or four different parts and at the very end it just goes back into the for a wee minute back in the, the downstrokes and then like it just explodes man and there's also a stabby riff at the very end there where it's going 
The stabby um, riff's like a variation on the on the kind of first riff. Aye, aye, aye. But ah, just it's just such a such a tune. This is like actually probably my favourite seven inches. That rain, Doden, Marsha, that vast seven inch. The, my favourite like seven inch is just one seven inch on its own with no other. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of like really good seven inches, but I think for pure quality, this is the 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 best song on my favourite seven inch like self release not a split if you know what I mean it's just a, it's just a absolute tune total tune um, brings back one of the memories as well as I was saying like so you're saying this, should, this is your favourite um, we've got a question from one of our listeners from uh, Paco Mari Paco Mari what's he want <laughs> uh, so he says what is your favourite scram split where one side is amazing and the other side is shit. Aye, I've got, I've got two answers to oh. this. Um, Envy Iscariot. <laughs> right, okay. I aye. hate the I hate Iscariot, the Iscariot side. Apologies, Iscariot. Um, and the other one is the A Day in Black and White Black Castle split. I don't like Black Castle. Oh, aye. And the Day in Black and White stuff is fucking shit hot. There you I'm, go, there's two answers. I'm going to be dead Pipes, born. I'm just going Pipes. to agree with Tam but the, the Dane Black and White Black uh, black Castle split that is probably the aye one is so good and one is so bad aye because there's loads of splits where like the uh, aye aye don't want to sound negative about these bands right but it's no. just like it's just like personal preference like I, I don't think it's a I don't think either of them are a great match like it's not two bands I would naturally have put together like I'm sure Black Castle have got like an Iscariot have got you know a, a, a people who like them and they're a, a, a fan base and stuff but I just don't think they, they fit with those with, um, with Envy and I Day Black and White plot, and particularly because the the Envy and the A Day in Black and White sides of those two releases are, are, are amazing like they've got some of the pure best aye. best material on it and it's like I'm going to I'm good gonna question go though Stevie boy aye, good question aye. okay Okay, let's move on to the next song then. So the next one is also a Dave oh. pick. Me? It's your boy. Is for me. Go my on. song, my song at number seven. So let's... No, wait a minute. Is this seven? This is seven? Yeah, this is, this is, no, this is seven. This is seven. Ram is six. This is seven. Holy moly. So song number eight. We decided this order when we were at our tips, by the way. So so I can't probably the, I've got them up. because I've got my notes written in three different pages. And so yeah. So speaking of splits, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that song oh, number yeah. seven is Yafet Koto, uh, and the song is called "Momentary uh, Loss of Breath," and it's also from a split. But I'll talk about that in a minute because here's the tune. Yeah. 
so what an honestly what an utter tune what a tune yes agree a hundred percent that's a banger and a hanger a hanger with your wanger just do it <laughs> playing golf with Bernard Langer um, yeah tune Dave tune. good pick right so um, this is from is a Yafet quote song it's from a split with this machine kills and envy and when you whenever you put the title so this it looked like this had a title I, I had the CD of this right it didn't have a title but then whenever you search for this split of the songs it's called a collaboration songs right <laughs> which I can only imagine is like lost in translation because it was for a, I think it was for a Japanese tour um, and it was like a so I think surely there's got to be some kind of lost in translation as far as I know it's just a three way split uh, the Envy songs are okay on the split the This Machine Kills songs are okay but the three Yafet Koto songs are awesome this being the best of three tremendous ones um, and it's just got like for my money it's the best Yafet Koto song I think there's there's two tremendous Yafet Koto releases again we'll probably talk about Yafet Koto in another episode this isn't on either of them and uh, I think it's my it's definitely my well I'm saying it's the best one it's my favourite Yafet Koto song um uh, and I had the wee <laughs> like when your social media you know, like in your maybe in your Bebo page yeah you were allowed to put like a wee tagline for like a wee your name and then a wee quote or something mine was for ages uh, motives define actions <laughs> actions give way to words <laughs> the amount of times I've seen oh, Dave man. motives define it's like it's, it's almost like your catchphrase uh, it should be see if you had a t-shirt like with velcro and little stickers <laughs> on it you could have put that you could have put that on it have you still got yours? still got mine um, no I don't, I don't still have mine I had this t-shirt once and you you bought a t-shirt and just like a velcro patch in the front of it and it gave you like loads of letters so you could write whatever you want wanted on it um, some of the things I put Oof. on it were fairly questionable on the way to the cat house. Why yeah, don't we put fuck amen? Why don't we put this on it, man? Put it on. Put something horrific. Loads of like amen lyrics and all sorts of other nuns with guns. I'm going to buy you that for your Christmas. I would. I would, I would, lap, it, I would lap it up the room, man. Definitely. That and uh, the Slipknot FC football top that we found earlier on. Maggot FC. <laughs> Maggot FC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, talked about Slipknot quite a lot today. I will. We may put some on later on. We were like Slipknot. If you're 555, five, five, then I'm 666. That's pretty good impression, actually. I don't know. <laughs> uh, right, so, talk about this song, right? Um, so, it, obviously, it comes in with this, like, skipping, the, the, the standard, like, skipping Yafet Koto beat um, that uh, they do, and it never gets boring. Like, they do that all the time. Almost in all songs. How is it never boring? It's awesome. How is it always awesome? Because it matches, I think it matches the two vocalists so right. well, man. It gives it gives them free reign to just it, do it just makes you want to just like nod your head. Like, da, right. na, 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 na. They also the also the, the kind of chord pattern is like good. The way that the I don't know, it's, it seems quite complicated or whatever. But there's quite a lot of notes in it anyway. But it's the awesome thing about this song is that it's just pure verse chorus. It's verse, chorus, verse, chorus, Aye. middle eight, big end. One vocalist and the next vocalist. And then, but it's 
That's awesome. It's so good. That's awesome. And then uh, it's so rare to get like a, a scram song. I, I, I wonder if they would just call themselves punk, but they're scrams to me. So that's that's. Well, if we say we don't treader, that we, you don't give a fuck what Aye. you say. You're, we're, we're calling you scrams. Yeah, so you're can get you're fucking scrams, mate. <laughs> Get in, like a, <laughs> get in a discussion group with, you, with Don Treadle, yeah, if cool. if you, you mean, I don't even know what your opinion on yourself is, but like, if it is that, then... Finish it's, irrelevant. it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. Uh, I, but it just bounces in, like, sk- skipping beat, and uh, as, soon as, as soon as the vocals come in, when the, the chorus comes in, when the guy's singing, just makes you want to greet. The way that the, his melody when he sings. Yeah. Just awesome. Um... And then it goes round, kind of goes round twice again, and then, like the, it, but the only difference is that the second bit, the 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 vocalist is singing that surrounded by such hypocrites bit, but the vocals, uh, the guy's screaming it, and they're singing it at the same time. It's like surrounded by such hypocrites, and the guy's like screaming it in the background. You were talking about the vocalist in a few episodes ago, about the contrast between Aye. the two. Um. And then it just bounces into a chorus, stops. And how heavy is the end? I know, like it's it's amazing. Aye, the wee stop bit's amazing, isn't it? Aye, but it just then it comes back in. It's it's amazing to me how, like you say, how heavy that that ending is. Like it's the the guitars sound, like I don't know. It's like you can you can pick out every every chord change, but it's so distorted, and the bass is like. The bass must be so high up in the mix or something. Aye. I don't know if they distort their bass. Like I can't quite quite figure that out. But um, if maybe they do, but it's such a. And then when you've got the, so obviously the two vocalists, the the the, the heavy like the screaming guy, Aye. like his voice is so deep as well. So when you've got that on top of, you know the the guitars distorted and protect the bass going. So heavy, man. I think the drummer's also doing like a, the drummer doesn't use a double bass pedal, like you can tell for all the recordings, like the killer was in the government blankets and syncopated. Like the drummer's just a pure standard setup kind of thing, but he's definitely hitting. He's heavy on the crash, but he's doing like floor turn hits here to give this extra like. I think yeah. you can sort of hear him going like hitting the bass, but then hitting like the floor turn a few times. So it just gives up your rumble to the end of it um, but that motives define it motives define actions actions give weight to words yeah. social media here we go vibes 2001 this is who I am <laughs> my name's David McLeod so do you like see the the name Yafik Koto is obviously named after the, the actor oh he died this year Last year, I was. Uh, was it last year? Yeah, last year. Uh, well, that's get uh, like Yafi Koto was in. Uh, aye, rest in peace, Yafi Koto. Um, he was in Alien, and The Running Man, and like I know that right. But did you know that he was um, really close to becoming Jean Luc Picard on Star Trek? What really? <laughs> aye, like really close. Like it was between him and obviously Patrick Stewart, and uh, can you imagine that? Like, well, let me tell you. See if John Luke Picard was saying motives define actions, actions go quite to us. <laughs> you would have heard that you would have heard that phrase much more often. It would it would have been like Jean Luc Picard's tagline. Scrams check. Scrams check. Scrams trek even. Scrams trek. Scrams check. Scrams check. 
<coughs> Tom. What do you have to say about motive defined actions actions give way towards? Fuck, I, I love a I love a big scheme or catchphrase <laughs> almost as much as you do, Davy Boy. Um, <coughs> you know me. Oh aye. But what a I song. Good good pick, Davy. Absolute belter. And and I, I think you're right, like there's a lot to say, but yeah, I think Coat went there, but for me that the syncopated synthetic aye. laments for love is aye. is an absolute tremendous screamo album and hopefully one day we can spend a bit of time talking about Let's it talk about it yes but i crack and pick cool let's get a quick question then from one of the listeners so this is from golden wonder years podcast oh our boys which is dale and scott and dale is obviously the other guitarist from mesa verde and Scott is just a fucking awesome comedian from Scotland. The direct beast and Scott. So they have a podcast called The Golden Wonder Years. You should check that out if you like crisps. <laughs> or if you're American, if you like chips. Chips. Um, anyway, so they had this question for us. It's, um, which crisp would help you riff the fastest? Oh, that, is a, that is some question. It's got to be like... Um, oh, I don't know. Do you remember... Like for me, first thing that comes to mind, salt and vinegar discos. What? Oh, uh... Do you remember salt and vinegar discos? So you, you get salt and vinegar crisps of, it, of any type, and they would be like, all right, I get... no, that's pleasant, that's nice. Salt and vinegar discos was like putting a, like, a pure nuclear <laughs> weapon in your mouth. Uh, so intense so intense man like you take it and your, your eyes would instantly open much wider the wee bit of sweat would come out your forehead so I think if I had a salt and vinegar disco in my gub I could riff riff like a maniac Ma- nice. imagine eating them with an ulcer oh, I remember when I was a wee guy I had a, I had a, I had a mouth ulcer and, uh, Mitch Prince told me that if you put salt on it it oh, makes it better you get done I've done it <laughs> It's not you get a toast, you got fucked up, man. Nah, you, get, you get salt and vinegar discos. Salt and vinegar discos. Uh, Dale and Scott. Choice, man. Eh? Um, good work on the old Golden Wonder Years podcast. Keep it going, lads, and hopefully we'll we'll see you soon. I want to say you? I would pick a, a chili heatwave Dorito because oh, it's, yeah. it's almost shaped like a plectrum. So oh, if, you f- if, if you drop your plectrum, you can just fucking keep playing. Take your crisp out your mouth and keep playing. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> you nah, you've already got you've already got your plectrum. But if it had been in your mouth for too long, it would become too soggy. Well, too, too just lift another one in your pack, man. You're yeah. on your way. Yeah. I I would go. I think I would go Twiglets. The rank. Shut you would up, just be like, you know what I mean? You get Twiglets. You just want to chew them rapid, get them done you. And no, I, I've never never eaten a Twiglet because I'm not an absolute geek. Have you never eaten a Twiglet? Never in my life. They look terrible. You never need a toilet before? I don't know. I've not kept a track. You ask again no. if I've like. <laughs> so, so, I'm not keeping a track of ever, every crisp he's eaten. <laughs> Get that spreadsheet open. Get the spreadsheet. Yeah, yeah, so, like, end it, like, Twiglets are. Tam is eating some fucking Pringles the other day. <laughs> I'm not saying it. Write that down. Has <laughs> he never eaten them? Has he spoken about this? Has he never spoken about this before? Has he talked about this? Have you talked to him about this? Twiglets are scum, man. No, like, the twiglets are disgusting, right? They're absolutely rank. So, when you're eating them, it's like, just get them done. That would make you riff faster. Riff faster, because you just be like, these are horrible. (laughs) What? I mean, that's my thinking. Fair does. Right, okay. um, So, let's move on to the next song then. So, Tam, 
song number, what is this, Finny? Eight. Eight. Song number eight on the Scrams Jams mixtape is Circle Takes the Square, Houdini Logic. Um, and here it is. Spent a long time and we had a Circle Takes a Square episode on the album As the Roots Undo. Um, this song was out before this, so Circle Takes a Square got together near 2000. In 2001, they released a, a self-titled release on Hyper Realist, um, and Houdini Logic is the, the last song on that. So, I mean, the song by Circle Takes a Square standards is very simple. It has a very, very long um, intro 
which builds up. The reason I wanted to put it on is because I don't think there's another Scram song that gets me as hyped as this intro. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it builds up and builds up. It's just this beautiful, beautiful guitar riff. The rest of the band playing round about it, but it builds up to such a, a an extent that by the time it eventually um, it explodes and the vocals come in, you're you're absolutely desperate for it to happen. So for me, it was quite a straightforward, um, a straightforward pick. I think this song sits, um, would sit anywhere in a, a, a in anyone's sort of top ten scrams songs. There's something a bit, I don't want to use the word immature, right? But they're clearly not as, it's not as intricate as the songs on As The Roots Undo. It's fairly kind of straightforward in their terms. Um, but what an absolute banger. Just like capturing a mood and, and going for it. It's unbelievable. The drums are really simple. The drums are like, there's no, <coughs> a lot of the drums sometimes on the, I guess the I guess the riffs drive the drums. I've talked spoke about this before on on um, what do you call it as a roots undo. But the drums are like much more straightforward. There's like proper bars, yeah. And stuff. Yeah. And there's not like the um I I, I remember seeing the drum the first time I saw Sugar Texas Square <coughs> after the, as a roots undo came out and he was wearing headphones and you're like that's usually to play a rhythm despite what the guitarists are playing. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, and there's no need for this. It's kind of straightforward, like fours and eights, and yeah. so I drums are different. So, so for me, like a, the, the song before this, the song before Houdini Logic on that release is called "Comes with the Fall," and it's one of these ones we've spoken about before, where "Comes with the Fall" is basically the intro to Houdini Logic. Oh right, okay. And uh, if I had the opportunity for this, I would have stuck them both on because they. They roll so nicely into each other. Well, that, there's only three songs each. It is a mixtape after all. Well, you know, um, but I think if I'd, uh, I think Circle Takes the Square now would have just jammed them together and made it far more, far more intricate. So Houdini Logic, um, there you go, Finny. Um, I fucking, I actually really like this. This is probably my favourite Circle Takes the Square song, right? Because remember, I, I gave the As the Roots Undo obviously a lower rating than used to, but it was because of the the levels, and I think the levels on this are perfect. Like the vocals, the drums are just they sit just right for me. Yeah. Um, like I love it. I fucking love this song. He I, loves it. I love this fucking song. <laughs> I'm fucking <laughs> delighted to hear that. There's also like a, a, a mad version of this on the at the end. It's like a hidden track in there because it's like a, there's a rapper singing it. Yeah. As well. I'm so surprised no went for the rapper version. Is there a, there's a what? There's, there's a rap, rap version of that song. Aye, aye so a, you kidding on? No, no, there's like a hidden a hidden track on the um, on the release, and it's it is just so it's the same. So it's all the music with the vocals out, and then there's like a a rapper um, rapping over it, and he gets lost. You know, part way through the tempo completely shifts, like aye. it's after after about a minute or something, a minute and a half maybe. So he's the the guy's going for it and it's actually really good I actually, quite, actually quite like it but then the tempo just <laughs> it changes and he gets lost so he he then tries to keep up with this new tempo and after a couple uh, of seconds he's like ah ah fuck man I'm I can't, fucked, I can't, I can't yeah, do I've it. been done 
Can yeah. I ask you a question? Is your bit your is your favorite bit in the song when it says "Ashes to Ashes, Dust to Dust"? Because you're a mad goth. It paints a picture. I'm a whippy. I'm a mad goth. <laughs> I'm looking at the Abbey. Um, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. We what I know is later on we're probably we're going to go to the pub after this, right? And we're probably going to at some point swing up to the Abbey at a late time at night, and we're going to be going listen to each other's ears. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. <laughs> we will do that. What's um, the vibe with it? See the end of a song where it's got like a a sort of robotic scream going for it? Are they screaming through I, I, Well, I think is they're screaming through the pickup of a guitar. I think oh, that's what it sounds like. Because that, it's like that kind of... Mega, it's just like a megaphone. I was going to say a megaphone, but you might, you, you're more, you're more intelligent. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know about um, that, mate. So, I, I have no idea how, how they do that, but I think actually Circle Takes a Square responded pretty well to the to the last episode. Oh, so, so, so maybe oh, I saw. So maybe we'd like they to know tell us how do you do that noise at the end? It does, does sound like somebody screaming through something, doesn't it? Aye, I think I think it's through the pickup. I think that's what it sounds like for a pickup of a guitar. If you get that right though, oh, then man. he's never going to show up about it, Dave, is he? He's going to. I'll just retire for the podcast. and I'll just be used to. No, because who would we don't know how to. Well, the podcast would be open. Podcast would be over. Because nobody will actually upload the Aye. podcast. Maybe we should do the podcast through a pickup. It would just be so if, if Finney left, right? If Finney retired because he got this thing right, it would just be me and Dave with a guitar shouting at it, Aye. expecting it to be recorded and uploaded to Spotify Aye. later that day. The, the podcast would be hundred percent just like WhatsApp notes. We would have to get everybody's. If we would continue the podcast, we just mean time. We need to get all your phone numbers on WhatsApp. And then just record it as one big large WhatsApp note and send it to you. That'd be it. That's we should set up. We should set up a WhatsApp group for listeners. Aye, that's probably enough for them. We should. They could send us some <laughs> fucking nonsense. That'd be wild, wouldn't it? I'd be right. worried about what get get Paco Mari and Gaz- uh, Gary T would send us though. Right. Okay. So let's get our question then. So, best scrams fusion genres, and then worst. Right. So let's start with best. Right. So I'll give you a few, I don't know if he's a, understands oh, this. Do you well, understand I've been patronised already here, but carry oh, on. Well, maybe I'll just give myself, <laughs> give myself a wee fucking speculative. <laughs> so, I'll start it off then. I don't understand what you're, what you're going oh, to say. So, I'm already, I'm not patronising this guy. Aye, so, right. so, nature scrams, scrams played outdoors only, and it must involve a tree. <laughs> What about the tree, the rain song? That's good though. So maybe that's the first nature scrams song. Scrams. Mm. So what, what what are the first, or what would be the worst? What what, what are the worst, or what would what, be the what worst? What else? You, well, I've got another one. Then aqua scrams, right? So that's played and recorded underwater. <laughs> there's a few, there's a few like DIY recordings that actually sound like they've been recorded underwater, like just get. The King of the Swingers into the chords and you'll sound golden. Aye, that's what you need. I suppose that we can't all do that, you know. So I guess, I guess what ho- hopefully this, um, what we're trying to get to here is about the genres of music that you can clash together and and, and scrams. I mean, the, the obvious one for us is uh, post rock and, and hardcore. Aye. Put it together and you get envy and you get and some you good get vibes. A bunch of other things. I, I, and I mean, <clears throat> for us, that's that—that's the obvious one. 
And I mean, there's probably loads of other, loads of other ones that bring in like different types of hardcore bands, and and I mean, we spoke about Don Treader earlier on. That's about, that's about five genres all all jammed in together. But then, but not screamo. All no. genres apart from screamo. Apparently. What <laughs> <laughs> One I'd like to hear is like Spanish flamenco guitar scrams. Oh, I, I, I think okay. that would be wild, man. Like if they could somehow. Get that fuse those two <laughs> together. <laughs> so, oh, you mean actually like <laughs> so? Um, based on conversation that we had during the Kaddish episode, I reckon it's within their power to do a Scottish folk screamo fusion. Like I, I reckon you could have like a proper acoustic, Aye. um, acoustic bit and then battering with the the scramsy. I'm going to turn serious for a minute. I think legit, like legit, the best scrams fusion that I like is, uh, is, would you call it is scrams and post rock, but then it's also the worst. Because I think the if we're calling City Caterpillar, like scrams and post rock, then. Like they're my favourite scrams band, and I, and a lot of the bands that are like really nail that are amazing, but then it's also the worst because there's so much. With a couple of them, like Mesa Verde. I just I <laughs> band Mesa Verde. They've got like terrible post rock songs, but you know what I mean, I, I I have like there's a lot of there's a lot of bands that did that. Us included, right? I'm no I'm not being precious or anything like that, but us included. But there's a lot of bands that did the post rock. Screamo hang because it, maybe it just it, it was the two genres that they liked. But there's a, some of the stuff that's good is a, is so good, but the stuff that's bad is awful, awful, and worse than just bad scrams because it has these so long, protracted, so boring uh, bits so and so terrible scrams. Even you say long protracted boring but it's I think about Mesa like I, I, <laughs> I honestly go I've like, told that as well see, see if you listen if you listen back to to some of those songs like see if we just cut them in half man they'd be, they would be much much better but we, we got on that it's do you know what it is it's just so much fun, fun playing play. post rock bits Aye. like big long post rock Aye. bits if you're going to get to a bit where you can scream after it eh? if you know it's going to come but then in hindsight, if you listen back and go for the listener, ah, that's yes, probably no fun listening to them play for a living. <laughs> we tried to make a po- man, we tried to make a post rock band, and it was hard. Uh, it's impossible, man. Like, I think like, unless you've got the stimulus of the scrams bit, how the, uh, it gave me a, another an, like another wave of appreciation for bands like um, Godspeed. Are they even beyond post rock, man? I don't know. How to describe uh, they're, they're like, like, um, cla- like almost classical. Like, they're, they put them up there with like yeah. fucking Mozart and shit. Like, uh, that, but, like ex- but like explosions in the sky and Mogwai and stuff. Like, I, I know what you're saying, Dave. Like, they, they make songs like get to a climax with just by heavy guitars and, uh, and, and, and drums changing and the bass changing and everything. But for us, maybe just less talented guys get can get a sort of post rock song to a point and then. Climax it with uh, get some guy and screaming their head off. Aye. Aye. Well, let's talk about uh, the worst scrams fusion genres then. So I'll hit you with a few of them, right? So how about spoken word scrams? Oh, I'm not joking. I, I, I've 
Black Channels played with a spoken word scrams band. No, aye, Black Channels did. I'm not going to name them. You, honestly? Aye. What was my voice there? What? <laughs> honestly. 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 It was like, it was kind of heavy enough to be. There's, 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 obviously, spoken word bands aren't bad. They're in the of themselves. There's some really good ones. What about Ska Scrams? Ah, that would be shite. Bro. That would be awful, wouldn't it? Right. I think that would be the worst. That's the worst suggestion. Well, ever. you say that, but then I've got some other ones here. Harmonica Scrams. <laughs> so there's a um, fairly, I say, fairly recent Conor Roberts album where it's he's got a harmonica all the way through it. And I like I hated that instrument until that album, and now I absolutely love it. I've used sparingly. Harmonicas can be quite can be quite good. Ah, is a solo De- or something? Decembers use them. I, I, I like the Decembers. I'm a bit of a pretentious uh, dweeb. Obviously, I like the, I like the. But I agree, like I, agree a, a harmonica and every and oh god, I it would be bad. What about, what about uh, a Cockney Christmas scrams? <laughs> no, <laughs> do you mean the best? That would be the that, best combination. So Cockney singing about Christmas, but also <laughs> screamo. Right. What about what about World War One uh, propaganda song Christmas scrams? I've no idea what Get that would be. Blame it on the last fire. Oh, I don't know about that. Maybe. <laughs> anything we anything without an actual drummer. Scrams, anything with so anything with it, like anything that involves something. Need a drummer. Need a drummer to get the beat. No, get the you mean like a. Aye. Anything so it's a guy with a keyboard. Aye. Anything that's a guy and he's. Anything that's a guy. We just or a, or a, a girl or somebody with a laptop, putting beats and tunes and screaming at it. Get that in the bit. I don't know. I think I could get into that if it was if the songs were good enough, man. If I'm honest. That's a good, that is a good question, though. That is a good question. Whoever, whoever asked that, Belter. It was Ben Peterwise. Good, good lad. Good question. Good question, Ben. Got, got, us, us, got us thinking. Got me now. thinking. Got us self, self-reflecting. Right, Feeling okay. Bad for this we basically ruined just ruined our holiday. Aye, uh, you have ruined our holiday ruined because it. we've now decided that um, aye, our, our history of music is... <laughs> Pathetic. Cheers, Ben. Just up, just got up the road. Pathetic. Right, I just, just like something. Right, let's go home. Right, the well, car, <laughs> man, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't on me. Right, well, let's let's move on to the next song. Okay, so the last song um, is my pick, and it's "Welcome the Plague Year," and it's "Craft Messenger," and it's a demo version. So specifically, the demo version because I think that's better than the actual album version that they put out. Um, the demo was fucking amazing. Um, right, anyway, so here it is. Check it out.
Okay, so welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> we were away. We were away. Don't you just you listened back. to the song. That song is fucking dangerous, man. It's a Sorry. dangerous tune. The start of it, it sounds like uh, a fucking missile going off. Because it's like, boom, dum, da, dum, dum, da, dum. Um, it's just it's just launched a fucking global scrams war. Like a air, like a spacecraft getting launched. Getting launched because it's, Craft it's very, very powerful. Aye, I would say, I would say that. You would say that? You say that? I would say that. You say that? Right, so, Welcome to Play Gear has got members of Neil Perry and Joshua Fit for Battle. Two, um, by the way, heavyweights. Two, two heavyweights. I think we should probably do some episodes on them in the future. Aye, let's. Um, amazing bands and from Philadelphia. Um, so apparently when they started this band they all went into a basement and just put mattresses up against like the wall, against the door and then just fucking rocked out and just fucking came out with all these bangers that right aye aye for the demo aye for broken the plate gear aye they just went into a, into a basement and just fucking that's where they jammed in a basement I wonder if that's getting to do with their name they were just like holing themselves up in a basement like I, I don't know that is that is deep, Dave, man. That is deep. Just hold yourself up like you are welcome in the play gear. We're holding we, up in we, here. We're all right. We've got mattresses around the walls. Well, and guitars and amps. Aye. Well, the name's fucking... It's fitting for this... Well, no, maybe not this year. Hopefully we can all get back out again, but 2020 was the play gear for everyone's fucking yep. stuck in their house. Yep. Do you want to know some facts and fact comparisons about the, the plague, the great plague and... Uh, and uh, COVID. Aye, that'll Bri- li- that'll, briefly, that'll, yes. That will lift everyone's spirits. So the, the Great Plague had something like a sixty to seven, forty to sixty percent mortality rate compared with one to three percent of. No, wait, it's not even that. Is it one to three percent of COVID? You should have done your. You can't. Done, com- you can't right. just come in with this bullshit. <laughs> now. Right. So let's get back to this fucking song. Right. So when I heard this demo, I was absolutely buzzing because I was like this band's so fucking exciting like it's so it was so good I loved it so much um, the, the album didn't really didn't really have the same energy I felt it was still good but right. I, I'm interested to hear for you like what, why specifically you you like the demo version better it's, than the album it's so much brighter and the drums are just everything's just like especially this song uh-huh. like the way it comes in it just fucking like I said this sounds like a missile being launched it's like it just grabs you like instantly like oh my god what the fuck is this like I, I actually do agree with you like I, I, I think this song sounds much better in the demo version than it does in the, in, in the album but I, ca- I can't put my finger on why that is I think and we might review the album in the future but I think it sounds like one of the guitars in the album is out of tune like uh, on, the, on the actual album on the actual album on the actual album tune. like the, um, I don't know because that like in, com- in comparing the difference because I, I, I know you picked the demo album and I agree the three songs on the demo aye sound something better something about them and just so much more energy aye but I, I think the guitars on the album sound out of tune like I was listening to it going like What's, what is the difference it's like yeah more energy it is more like it's much brighter it's, it's in it's much louder um, but it sounds like it sounds in tune. And there's one guitar I think on the album. It's out of tune. I don't know. Like no, I'm, not, I'm not buying that at all, man. I've listened to that album oh, so many times in my life. I think I've got the 
the 12 inch I've never once thought a guitar's out of tune I will however be. I'm not the guy to speak to about out of tune guitars because, <laughs> because he thought he was in tune <laughs> for an uh, entire demo yeah, so anyway, funny. so um, this is really it's really hard to find this to download it it's not on Spotify or Apple or anything it's on YouTube um, but if you want to download it and have it um, just listen be, to this podcast listen to this podcast but it's also on uh, if you go to Open Mind Saturated uh, Brain blog um, you can download it from there is that um, that's Dave Norman yeah it's Dave Norman um, from Zomega Beach we Records we love Dave um, Norman because it's, it's not available anywhere else I wouldn't normally say like go and download this from with but they don't have it. It's not on. Nah. It's not on anything. So, I bought um, this. I bought this demo, right? I bought this demo when it was uh, from the Hydra Head website, oh, like Cabin and Converge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Converge. We're on like Hydra Head Records, and I was buying like a distro, like a, a bunch of records, like metal records from it. This is like back in the day, like two thousand and what, three, four. When this came out, two thousand four. I actually don't know. And then uh, I was buying I a bunch of records, and Sunday was like, "Oh, you should get that, baby." There's a that's that band is the that band's the Joshua Fit for Battle people's new band, and I bought the demo, and it was like a CDR, felt like Aye. it had pure like hand printed, and I burned that out in my car. It was in the car. It was in my main deal yeah. Cleo with the CD player. Love the Cleo. It was destroyed. The the my, my memory of um, welcome the plague here. It, is oh, like you finish even when I first heard them I was like oh my god this is the way forward like I expected to like get into this band and they would like be driving forward this genre of music and we'd be all on the welcome to play gear but when you realise that like not everyone's heard them like you start speaking Aye. about them and not, not, ev- not I think a lot more people are into Neil Perry and uh, Joshua Just, Fit for Battle but that uh, I love, I love s- this band and especially this demo is fucking amazing one of my favourite Screamer releases ever is this demo it's so fucking good man Split the Funeral Diner's pretty amazing I know I started um, I started an essay in uni um, with a Welcome the Plague Year quote so it was about like I I don't know what the fuck it was like I'm a geography graduate and I think my essay was was about like I don't know, it was like cultural geography and it was so anyway, there was a, there's a sample at the start of one of the songs in the album about armies have only served to kill blah 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 Oh yeah. so that was them that made it in and actually <laughs> the first line in the essay was um, so this quote was from punk rockers <laughs> welcome the plague year blah 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 but actually that's true and here's why so that's that's my lasting memory of plague year means we're like the planet was dying the planet was dying we were very sad the planet was dying we were very sad that's on the that's, that's on, on the, the demo, demo aye. Aye. aye aye um amazing so they had the two vocalists as well um they had a, a male and female vocalist and they just both of them went just fucking berserk on the song just aye. like did any of them play instruments do you know i don't think so no but it's hard to find out information but like i think they both just done vocals i think they both done vocals on joshua for battle which would make me think they did vocal just just vocals on welcome to play gear aye such a big sound (laughs) in it it's like it's it's wild man it's wild love it 
Um, good, good pick, funny, I would say. Uh, there's a bit, and it's quite funny, like, see the stop start bit, but it was. There's, there's a couple of bits in it that makes you realise that oh, it's just a demo, right? There's a bit where it stops and the, the strum, strummy guitar's going like... Oh, yeah. And the drummer's like sort of like rattling the the ride for a bit. Aye. And it pure sounds like he's away. It kind of goes out of time for aye, a bit. Aye. aye. But it pure sounds like for like half of the end of that bit that he's... Uh, you know, ah, the drummer's away. They're, they're not going to... He's not going to... But then the... the it actually comes in like a half beat away from when you're expecting it and the drums are absolutely Bang nailed on. on. I think that, like, see, like, if you're playing, like, an old... I always think that bit sounds like... Um, do you remember that video game, Silent Scope? Uh-huh. In the arcade? You're, like, trying to, like, right. fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a sniper? Yeah. It's like you're trying to line up the two crosshairs and that's, like, the drums and the uh-huh. guitar and then they finally line up and then it's, like... Then the heavy bit just goes... It's fucking it's awesome, man. I actually like it better because it just kind of it kind of goes out a wee bit and then comes back. I love that it. it's so like the demo is so raw, and I think that's why I like Aye. it better than the album. It's more cha- it's more chaotic. It adds to the chaos about that a wee bit. Like you're mm. going is it is even in time and on and I like I think the 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 whole length sounds controlled the full line sounds a bit can kinda of controlled and like uh, it's it doesn't sound as mental or something like that. It's that, more it's more bassy the the album's a bit more bassy yeah, and like uh, it's not as it's not as bright. The end bit in this song I see when it goes back into the same riff but it's slow, it's pure da da na da and then it keep, uh, it does it like two or three times over. The last time you're like, uh, it's like a the vocals are pure it's pure like visceral like the vocals are so so it's pure primal like aye. just the screams are unbelievable um aye dynamite can I can I take what's good about Josh for oh. Battle they do in general but uh, and Neil Perry and perfect combination of the two so I don't I don't know Neil Perry like I don't think I've ever really listened no. to Neil Perry like I, I really like Josh for Battle and there's a couple of, a couple of Josh for Battle songs I think are like unreal, uh-huh. but I I probably like play gear better than. I think I like play gear better uh, than both. Aye, mm. I, I would say, but don't know. Like I I I want to go back and check out Neil Perry because I think I I think uh, I like I think I will really like that. So, but this is anyway a so tremendous this, pick. Thing. This is a banger. Good end to the old. So that's Jim's mixtape volume that's one. The end of the mixtape. What a tune, man! And it was uh, aye fucking enjoyable doing a wee mixtape. We are out. We are about to get we're fucked on up. Our we're we're going to go and have some pints. And Let's go for a pint. In about an hour's time, we're going to be sitting in a pint, having an actual... In a pint, having a, a pub. We're going to be sitting in a pint, having a pub. Right, so uh, shout out to listeners, man. Cheers for listening to us. It's fucking awesome that he's listening to us, and we enjoy doing it, and I hope you enjoy listening. da 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 da